electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. The upfronts kick off today, the annual advertising sales event for media companies. We've been focused on the ad market for tech and specifically what impact AI is going to have. Joining us for Tech Check today, ad legend Martin Sorrell with our Deirdre Bosa. Hey, Dee. Carl, thank you very much. And Sir Martin Sorrell, uh, good morning to you and thank you for being with us. Um, as Carl just mentioned, the upfronts is getting underway this week. So first, very broadly, what are you seeing in the ad market at the moment? Is it still softening or are you seeing signs of improvement? Well, Deirdre, it's, it's afternoon here in London, so good afternoon. Glad to be with you. I think the, the answer is Q1 uh, was a little bit slow. We saw sales cycles lengthen. But if you look at the forecasts for the year, both from the industry, from the platforms, and from the media companies, there, there will be an increase in the the like-for-like growth rates as we go into Q2, Q3, and Q4. Firstly, because budgets will have been fixed. They were, clients were generally a little bit slow to fix their operating budgets. They, they fixed them in the first quarter of this year rather than the last quarter of last year. Not just the marketing budgets, the operating budgets that came from them. The comparatives as we go through Q2, 3, and 4 of next year get easier. For ourselves, mm-hmm. our like-for-like growth rates last year were around 33%. Uh, in in uh, Q1 of last year, and for the year last year, 26%. So in Q2, 3, and 4, they range between 23 and 29%. So the comparators get easier, and we'll see, I, I think, improvements as a result of that as we cycle through the year. Okay. Um, so on Tech Check, we've been talking a lot about the role of artificial intelligence. And, you know, recently we've right. seen Wall Street putting together AI shortlists, or what one firm is calling AI roadkill ad agencies. They're among the top candidates to be disrupted and displaced. You said yourself AI is the blind spot for the industry. You're laughing, though. So clearly you feel comfortable. But why and how well, does well, the sort of generative reason, AI shift reason, change it? The, re- reason oh. I, the reason I'm laughing, I'm, I'm at an uh, investment conference here in, in London, out of Canary Wharf, and I'm, I'm laughing because a lot of, as you know, well know, Deirdre, the, 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 the baskets that are made are, are thematic. They're based on semantics that, that, and, and views about what may or may not happen. <clears throat> be no doubt about it, AI is a, an industrial revolution, whether you call it the fourth or the fifth, whatever it is. It is a major technological shift, which we think at the end of the day will be net positive for our industry. There are four areas that we're already seeing some traction in and, and certainly some interest. The first is probably most importantly, is hyper-personalization at scale, which is certainly a net positive. That, this has right. been the holy, gra- holy grail in digital platforms. And now we will be able to deliver creative quicker and more productively, but at greater scale. Right. So that's one thing. 
Secondly, well, Sir Martin, media let, me, planning. let me just ask you there, though, even the creative yeah. side of things. And I, and I think a lot mm -hmm. of the things you're going to name, certainly the ad agencies have been doing it for a long time. But we're seeing big tech move into the space, Amazon giving tools that would essentially displace and eliminate the ad agency middleman. Well, so how do you confront that? Well, I think you're talking about small and medium sized businesses. We tend to focus on the larger enterprises. What will happen, I think, Deirdre, is it, in a way it goes back to the days of when agencies or and we don't compare ourselves to the ad holding companies. We think of ourselves being much more a tech service business. When when businesses like that work closely with the platforms, we're joined at the hip with the platforms. You wouldn't, to be blunt about it, give your media budget to NBC and say, get on with it. You're not going to do that with the platforms either. But you will be able to reduce planning and buying. Why rely mm -hmm. on a 25-year-old media buyer when an algorithm can deliver that more effectively, particularly yeah. over, over time. And we will there be there to check the results and verify the results and make sure the platform is delivering the product. So yeah. GMAX, it, which has been developed at Google for several years already, this is nothing new. Google's involvement in AI goes back to 2014. Mm -hmm. GMAX is a very good example where Google is building media planning and buying directly with clients through through agency partners, almost as resellers, there right. I say it, in order to do it. So that's a second area where we see it. We well, see AI as a, a super a super tool, which our clients, our so people Martin, can use. We are to we're running processes. out of time. I'm yeah. afraid. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I appreciate the confidence, and I think a lot of businesses are figuring out how to work with artificial intelligence and their people. Apple is now worth more than the entire market cap of the entire Russell 2000. That's the focus of today's Check Check with Deirdre Bosa, although I don't know what we're supposed to infer from it, Deirdre. Uh, well, you know what? It's another in a list of milestones. Apple was the first to reach a trillion in market cap, then two trillion. Recently, its market cap became bigger than almost any stock market in the world. You might remember that a lot was made of it. And now, as Kelly said, bigger than the combined 2,000 small caps in the Russell 2000. So as Apple grows, Kelly, as always, the valuation question arises again. Is Apple overpriced? We'll take a look on a forward price to earnings basis. It is more expensive than an alphabet and meta, even though revenue growth is expected to actually contract this year. On the flip side, though, you've heard this argument from the bulls to justify that premium, improving gross margins, pricing power, rise of services. And Kelly, something that's being discussed more and more these days, growth in Apple's installed user base, up to $2 billion at last count. And that creates that whole ecosystem that is within Apple that the, that the bulls really do love and point to. Yeah, and we kind of got through all of tech earnings season. You know what's interesting, Deirdre, is I saw the Wall Street Journal covering, I'm sure others have too, the headset that they're coming out with. And it's got the battery pack, this mega bag of battery pack thing. And they're saying, you know, and is it because Johnny Ives isn't there anymore? Or is this just the kind of product where you have to really get out there and experiment? But could it be a brand risk if people, but it seems like it's more for gamers anyway. Yeah, you know, that'll certainly have the bulls and bears divided, right? It could be a risk. It could be the next revenue driver. But I did just see a tweet, Kelly, from Palmer Lucky. Remember, he's the mm. guy that created Oculus that was then purchased by Facebook, now Meta. And he said it's great. I don't know if he's joking, hmm. um, but coming from him, that's kind of important. The guy that created Oculus, he's saying can that the you, Apple headset is great. Can you imagine if it's a hit and, and Meta all of a sudden? You know, they're like the Intel and Windows. You know, you've got Apple hardware, you've got Meta doing its Metaverse thing, and all of a sudden, who gets the last laugh?
Well, that's, that's what Apple does, right? Patiently waits, patiently creates something, and then comes into the market. Doesn't necessarily need that first mover advantage. Remember the iPhone and my beloved RIM and BlackBerry. I saw someone the other day still using a BlackBerry, and I got a little nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, no, that's and, there, and there's like a, a Netflix series out or something about it. Everyone says you got to check it out. Deirdre, thank you for now. We appreciate it, Deirdre Bosa. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.